Konnichiwa from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Japan update from the 5th of October 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Japan. After the typhoons in September, Japan received October with sunny days, but the post-pandemic inflation makes it difficult to enjoy them. According to a survey conducted by Taikoku Databank, a private research firm, Prices of food and beverage products will rise in October as manufacturers have to face increasing material costs and a weaker yen. The firm surveyed 105 major domestic food and beverage producers at the end of September. The results of the survey show that the prices of about 6,700 items will increase in October, about 4,000 items more than last month. Alcoholic drinks and beverages topped the list with around 3,000 items. Taikoku Databank said that this year, October will be the month with the highest number of price increases. The firm said that there could be more intermittent waves of price hikes over the next few years. On more economic news, on Friday the 30th of September, at a press conference after a cabinet meeting, Yasutoshi Nishimura, the Minister of Economy, Trade and Industry, said that Micron Memory Japan, a subsidiary of Micron Technology, which is a major U.S. semiconductor company, has approved the production plan for the Hiroshima factory. He announced that Japan will give the U.S. a subsidy of 46.5 billion yen, around $322 million. Nishimura explained that this investment will contribute to the Japan-U.S. cooperation in semiconductors. By receiving the investment support from the Japanese government, Micron will strengthen its manufacturing capacity and accelerate the development of next-generation DRAM memory required for data centers, 5G, and artificial intelligence technology. Moving on to some health news, the Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare has approved the use of a new coronavirus vaccine that has been improved to be effective against the Omicron BA.5 variant, which accounts for the majority of infected people in Japan. People aged 12 and over who have completed their vaccination schedule at least five months ago are eligible to receive this new jab. Remember that in previous shows, we talked about North Korea's launching of a missile that landed in Japan's sea? Well, we've got some updates on that. On Thursday the 4th, the Japanese government said that another North Korean missile flew over Japan and fell into the Pacific Ocean. Officials believe the ballistic missile passed over the Aomori Prefecture before falling outside Japan's exclusive economic zone. They say it flew 4,600 kilometers in about 20 minutes. Japanese defense officials say it is a record distance for a North Korean missile. After the launch, Japan's J-Alert warning system was also activated, with alerts issued for Aomori Prefecture, urging residents to take shelter. The government says the Japanese self-defense forces did not try to destroy the missile. Officials have not reported any damage in Japan. It is the seventh time that a ballistic missile has flown over the country, and the first time in five years. The Defense Ministry says it is the 23rd time this year that North Korea has tested missiles. Prime Minister Kishida and Admiral John Aquilino, the commander of the U.S. Indo-Pacific, met to talk about the missile launch. They have agreed to continue efforts to strengthen the deterrence and response of the Japan-U.S. alliance. Kishida said that North Korea has been firing ballistic missiles at an unprecedented pace, having made four launches in the past week alone. He said Tuesday's launch, which involved a missile flying over Japan, could not be ignored, as it posed an urgent threat to Japan's national security and represented a serious challenge to the international community. On that note about international relations, 
On Friday the 30th of September, Kashida talked on the phone with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. Kashida told him he condemned Russia's attempt to annex four Ukrainian regions. He said Japan will work with the other G7 members to impose more sanctions on Russia and will continue to support Ukraine. Kashida also told Zelensky that Japan, as the host country of next year's G7 summit, is committed to leading discussions on how to restore peace in Ukraine and quickly rebuild the country. On the same day, the Metropolitan Police Department arrested Tanabe Koki, the president of Kappa Create, which operates the Kappa Sushi restaurant chain, on suspicion of obtaining confidential information from a rival company. Investigators allege that Tanaka Koki stole confidential corporate data from a rival company, Hamasushi. Tanabe served as an executive of the Hamasushi before joining Kappa Create in 2020 as its vice president. He was promoted to president last year. Speaking of law enforcement, the Tokyo District Court ruled on Friday the 30th that denying an American man in a same-sex marriage with a Japanese national a designated activities residency status, which is already granted to foreign same-sex married couples, was against the constitutional guarantee of equality under the law. The couple married in 2015 in a U.S. state where same-sex marriage is lawful. They later moved to Japan. In Japan, a foreign spouse of a Japanese national in a heterosexual marriage is granted a spousal visa, a long-term residency status, or designated activity status if they meet certain criteria, including the demonstrable longevity and stability of their relationship. Since the country does not currently recognize same-sex marriages, Japanese foreign couples who are married overseas are not eligible for the same legal protections afforded to heterosexual couples. On Friday the 30th of September, the presiding judge said, quote, When it comes to residency, there is no logical basis for placing same-sex couples comprising a Japanese and a foreign national on an inferior footing to a couple comprising two foreign nationals, end quote. It was both a loss and a win for the plaintiffs since the court ruled that the American was not eligible for a long-term residency status, but should be eligible for the designated activity status. However, his priority was to obtain a long-term visa with no employment restrictions, which he had applied for five times, but was rejected. These kinds of stories make us want to leave the planet, and some will. Koichi Wakata, a Japanese astronaut, is set to embark on his fifth space voyage in October. Wakata, two NASA astronauts, and a Russian cosmonaut will head to the International Space Station aboard a SpaceX crew Dragoncraft. On Thursday, the 29th of September, Wakata said that he has been on a space shuttle before, but that this will be his first time on a spacecraft with no control stick. He said he's looking forward to boarding a, quote, new era spacecraft. Wakata also said that global cooperation is indispensable for the development of manned space exploration. He added that his team is committed to working together and producing results. The SpaceX craft was scheduled to be launched on a Falcon 9 rocket from the Kennedy Space Center in the U.S. state of Florida on the 4th of October. But the launch was postponed on the 6th due to an approaching hurricane. On that note about science, Prime Minister Kishida gave a speech in English at an international conference on science and technology that was held in Kyoto City on Sunday the 2nd. He said that the government will team up with the private sector and speed up investment in scientific fields to encourage economic security. He said, quote, My administration upholds the concept of a new form of capitalism 
that turns social challenges such as climate change into engines of growth, end quote. Kishida also spoke about how the government plans to encourage economic security and is committed to getting investments in quantum technology, AI, and biotechnology through public-private partnerships. Want to check out the full speech? Follow the link in our show notes. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Mata Annette.